Hello and welcome to another episode of the Thought Leadership Podcast and live show and where we interview the most incredible leaders, thought leaders and experts in different fields. And today I'm here with Marcel, who is the founder of the introvertedleadership.com. Marcel, welcome on the show. Thank you. Nice to be here. I'm so happy to have you because what many of you who are listening and watching don't know about me is that I'm actually an, an introvert. I've been having a company since I was 17 and I've always been an introvert without knowing this. So this is why I'm so excited to have Marcel on to speak about this because for many, many years, people came up to me and we were saying, well, you don't seem to be an introvert. You don't seem shy. And there's so many beliefs around what the introvert is. And today we're going to break all those beliefs with the expert on this topic so we can all, while either if you are an introverted leader understand more about yourself if you're an extroverted leader understand a bit more about us and how how we function in this world it's really exciting so marcel thank you for taking the time for being here with me and thank you for uh sharing all your amazing knowledge about this topic so before we start i would love you to just share a bit about about yourself who is marcel who are you yeah of course so uh i currently help introverted leaders to become better at making new connections. And I'm an introvert myself, and I learned how to do this. Uh, I organized in recent years, networking events for digital nomads in Buenos Aires, in Amsterdam, in Mexico, uh, in the United States, I created a network that is the foundation of my uh, seven figure business that I founded a couple of years ago. And uh, I'm now at a point that I want to help other introverted leaders um, to become better at building networks as well. Amazing, amazing. And you mentioned that you have a highly successful business and that's the thing when it comes to being an introverted leader, sometimes we might be afraid of like, if I don't network, if I don't go out there, if I'm not doing everything and if I'm not showing up and you know, and actually taking the time to recover and taking time for myself, I cannot have a successful business. But as you mentioned yourself, you had a successful uh, company, a seven figure business, being more and more who you are and actually acting in your genius, acting in your energy levels when it comes to what you need. So I really want to hear about if it's always been like this. When you started your company and you clearly have, you know, been an entrepreneur for many years, was there a moment when you were not so aware of being an introverted leader and how did you manage and how did you go through life at that point? Yeah, so it has been a big learning process, actually. I would say, yeah, making new connections, especially uh, when it comes to moving to a whole new place and building a network there, that has been really difficult for me. Um, to give an example, um, yeah, one thing I remember is being on a plane home from the United States back to the Netherlands. And before that, I had spent two months in Austin, Texas. And um, I I'm a digital nomad, so I was like, okay, I'm going to live there for two months. And I want to see if I can build a, a community, make new connections, make friends to do fun things with business connections, et cetera, et cetera. And I really started with that intention. And in the plane back to Amsterdam, I realized, okay, I 
haven't made those connections. It didn't work. And it wasn't the first time uh, this happened. Like also in the Netherlands, I've moved to a new city. I had gone to other places before with the goal of making new connections. It also hadn't worked. So that was the point where I was like, okay, it's not the places I go to. It's me. I am not good at making new connections. And I need to change or uh, I'll never be able to do that. Yeah. And what you're mentioning about like Austin being one of those hubs in the world for business development and going to those cities and really having, and I can imagine how hard it was, must have been feeling the frustration of wanting to be there, wanting to interact and not being able to do that. So you mentioned that you came back um, to Europe and you came back and had that realization that it was not external um, external circumstances that could really change, but really the internal circumstances that could change how you would either network or build your business more in alignment. But what was it that was stopping you? If you can remember that time, like what was it that made you not being able to um, make that networking when you were in Austin or other places where you left when, as a nomad? Can you share a bit more about the tries or the errors, let's say the failures or the things that wasn't working at that point? Yeah, absolutely. So to get use Austin as the example, um, before, like when I came there, I instantly signed up to the most popular co-working space in town. Like I was like, okay, that's my people. Um, maybe nomads as well, but at least people work on their business, inspiration. You name it. So I joined that co-working space and the like, okay, the goal of course was to network, to make new connections. But then I started going there and it was this big communal table. And um, yeah, then I kind of forgot that I was there to make new connections. I wanted to get work done and everything was distracting to me. Um, there were people talking, asking about how, how one's weekend went and like getting food and walking around and a lot of distractions. So I was like, okay, this is not going to be productive for me. And I started changing my schedule. I started working from 6 a.m. to 9 a.m. at the co-working space when there was no one around. And at 9 a.m. when people started showing up, I would move to um, just a cafe to um, like there would still be people talking would it would be more like white noise and no pressure to socialize mm. and I would maybe go for lunch go for a walk do some more uh, reading like do my own thing all by myself then have have some dinner and for me it would be the absolute perfect day and then in the evening I would be like okay I would like to have a drink with a couple of friends now and that was the moment that I remembered oh wait I have no friends. Mm. I forgot because I, I'm so happy to spend the day by myself. I forgot to um, make an effort to make that network. Yeah. Yeah. yeah the co-working, what you're mentioning about co-working, I can so relate to that, you know, going into a co-working space and feeling like it's great when you don't know anybody, when you go to yeah. a co-working space or cafe and you just like, you feel that people are around you and they're moving, they're doing their thing. It feels, it can give you creativity, but 
when you start to get to know people in the co-working space, that social pressure of you know, politely replying, they're asking you questions, and every time you kind of disrupt it, someone comes in that you know, you feel like you look up, you need to say hi to them. Uh, I can so relate to that, and I think many of our listeners uh, who are introverted can can also relate to this feeling of social pressure. But at the same time, like what you're talking about is this, how do you balance them? Because as an entrepreneur and as a founder, a big role of, of what you do is actually networking, creating opportunities for your company, being out there and, and, and creating partnerships, creating, you know, insights, all these kind of things. So how do you then do this? If you know that you are more than happy to spend your day alone, you know, working your stuff at home or in the cafe. And you also have, because being an introvert doesn't mean that you don't want to have social interaction, it's just that you might want to do it in another way than the whole day. How did you switch that? How did you go from the previous not knowing what to do and actually creating that in your life? Yeah, so after that, like with a couple of more events, like at some point I came to the realization I don't want to network by hanging out with people the whole day. Hmm. So no co-working, no um, uh, events that require me to be somewhere the whole day. I want, uh, um, and that's true for many introverts, like you have limited time, you would love to interact with people. And the rest of the time you might want to be alone or with friends or like a small group of people, you know. Hmm. So because the time of interacting with new people is uh, the amount of time is smaller you need to make it more effective yeah and for me the um the way the way to do that is by being an organizer of events and uh being a leader mm. can you elaborate on that yeah i'll just um so i'll give Let's say, yeah, a recent example. Uh, early this year, I went to Playa del Carmen in Mexico and I didn't know anyone. And I was, I would uh, like to make connections there. So I was like, okay, how can I do that? I don't necessarily uh, want to join a co-working or um, it, there is a community there. So you'll get a lot of invites for both parties, full parties um, to join for co-working at someone's house. But I know that's not for me. I'm, my energy is drained and I would only go with the call to make quickly new connections and then leave and maybe meet the person I, I feel most connected with for dinner later. Mm. So the way to still make the connections for me was to start organizing events. So I started organizing digital nomad meetups. Um so I did it weekly and I would promote it all over the place and, and, it, um, and it grew over time. And the big advantage is if you organize the event, you can choose the time, you can choose the date, uh, you can choose the, the location and you get to um, speak with almost everyone who attends the event. Um, and as a participant, I, that wouldn't happen to me. I would often get stuck in a conversation and I would maybe only meet like two or three people and the conversation wasn't even necessarily that great and it wouldn't be a good connection for the future. So by being the organizer, um, I would be able to uh, quickly chat with a lot of people and 
actually that's the way I have made connections with people I meet all over the world now. Mm, brilliant. I love how you are creating, like basically what you mentioned was that when you are in the co-working space and when you are in those events, it's a lot of quote-unquote random moments when it's not very curated or intentional of now it's the time we're going to be together. However, if you choose to be the organizer and as a founder leader of a company, also becoming a community leader, event event organizer, can be as small as organizing a dinner, doesn't have to be a meetup, but organizing yourself, um, the context, the curation, how many people, when and how, you are managing your own energy so much better because you can put it in the time that you know if you're like, if you know that in the morning you're working and better alone, then you can put it in the afternoon or vice versa. And you can create um, an opportunity to create a network that actually knows you. And I love what you mentioned about this. <clears throat> you usually have, um, you know, a couple of people um, that you meet, maybe two or three people in the event. And I'm the same when I go to an event. The problem is that I go deep over broad. So I might end up speaking with two, three people in a networking event, a really good conversation, but I kind of miss out on all the other people because that's how I, how my energy is managed. Whereas an extrovert might speak with so many more and have 10, 20 new connections more on, on like, let's say superficial level, but it allows them to actually build their network faster. So I love the fact that you mentioned that if you do it yourself, and you organize them themselves, you actually get to connect with more people at the same time, more than two or three people if you will go to an event. So that's really great, great advice. Um, I would love you to share a bit more about, so that, that one is about really networking and how you can start to create that um, more networking when you come to new cities or new countries, let's say as a nomad, but also as an entrepreneur when you want to network more. Is there any other shift that you have done since you, really went into um, becoming an expert on introverted leadership? What are the big shifts that you made yourself in your, um, in your own leadership, in your own way of managing your energy in order to create more success in your business and your life? Yeah. Um, yeah, actually, actually I, I heard you say also one thing I also wanted to get back to because it might be valuable for someone who's listening. That was about it can be as simple as organizing a dinner. And um, this was what was happening to me all the time. Like what happens, you hang out all the time during a co-working or a, um, a beach day or whatever. And then plans are made. Yeah. And if you're not there, you're not invited. Yeah. So, and that, yeah, that is not, um, not so much fun. And as an introvert, you would have to um either sacrifice your entire day doing something you don't love and drain your drains your energy to be uh, a part of it yeah. and you can take control of that by being the organizer by organizing the dinner and choosing the location and the time and inviting the specific people you want uh, you would love to catch up with and yeah. who you think would be also mutually good connections because sometimes you don't talk with everyone absolutely so, Mm. That that's so easy. If um if you're currently feel like you're missing out, you're never invited to things. Well, I I think the big the biggest shift you can make is just by deciding to um organize what you would love to be invited to. Yes. 
Absolutely. Great. And is there something else that you could uh, give us an advice for um, when it comes to introverted leadership? Big shift that you have experienced. Well, it's just also the realization that I am an introvert. I didn't know that. And throughout the years, I've heard the word introvert many times, but I was always like, okay, um, even if I am, I associated it with being shy, like you mentioned before. Yeah. And I was like, even if I am that, I don't want to be that. So I don't even want to look at the meaning of that word. Yeah. So I just ignored it. But then I understood, okay, it means that I prefer to have a lot of alone time and inner reflection and interactions with other people drain energy more easily uh, for me than for many extroverted people. So just that realization, hey, I'm an introvert, that was a massive shift. Hmm. And when you uh, have, um, let's say you meet other introverted leaders that you either um, have in your community or you meet them when you, when you travel around the world, what are the most common tendencies that they realize about themselves uh, early on in the process? You mentioned, for instance, that you need more time alone or being with people might be more energy draining. Can you give a couple of more examples of, um, I guess, there's, of course, there's always different for every person, but a couple of things that you see often that introverted leaders are experiencing? Mm, yeah. One example is um, not trying to be um, an average extrovert, like, but embracing the fact that you're an introvert and becoming a really good introvert. And what I mean is that if you're an in introvert, like a lot of the world is um, optimized for, for extroverts and a lot of the people around you are extroverts. So... You might have a tendency to play along and play a game that you don't enjoy playing and can never win. So the big thing is knowing that you're an introvert, accepting that and using the the powers of that, which means um, making the most out of your limited interaction time and also being better at like preparation for example introverts are really good at in silence in silence preparing things and um yeah making things happen and also follow up so yeah and how can if someone is listening they're not sure if they are an introverted leader how can they know if they are that Yeah, there are like a dozen different checklists and they're all a little bit different. Uh, for me, when I just heard the sentence, introverts mostly recharge by being alone and extroverts recharge by interacting with people, I instantly knew. Mm. Yeah. Can you give a couple of more examples of of uh, how you can know if you're an introverted leader? Yeah, so one symptom might be that you get irritable when you're around people for too long. 
even if you don't notice that your energy is draining, you feel like something is off at some point. Your interactions don't flow anymore. Um, your your mind starts to go elsewhere. That might be um, a sign that you're an introvert, even though you're at that point not aware of it yet. Mm. One other thing is uh, introverts generally don't like small talk. Um, like the co-working example, how was your weekend? How was yours? Like all of those things, it's, um, yeah, just exchanging facts. So if you look at the, like the, the content of the conversation, it's close to, um, close to nothing. This is just about the energy that's exchanged and how you say things. I think for extroverts, like that works. Like this, this gives them a little boost of energy by just having this little interaction. But introverts are, I'm, I'm generalizing. They're more like, okay, what's the point of this? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And that, that, that what you mentioned is this feeling of um, as there is almost a limit in energy of how much, and I can relate to that so much uh, when it comes to myself, is that the interactions, and I somehow I feel also the presence that you give to an interaction, um, if there are people around, you might be very present. So if you are very present to a conversation, and it's not quote unquote going anywhere, it almost feel like I just literally use a lot of my energy to talk about my weekend. And that energy I can no longer use for, you know, working on my book or doing something else that requires my mental space. It's almost like you're, <clears throat> I can relate to that, that you're so aware of how much energy you have in a day and you're trying to be intentional of where I'm going to spend that. So for that reason, for instance, for me as an introvert, and I, I can, I'm, I'm curious to hear with you about it, moving into the virtual world has been absolutely fantastic for me because being online and working online and having most of my um, speaking and coaching and training online and as well as networking allows me to recharge between so you go online you have an interaction and then you can go into your own space and really recharge and do whatever you need to to come back to yourself and then go into the next conversation so can you relate to that that you did you enjoy when it became more remote and most things started to be more virtual uh interestingly no i don't do any uh, online networking events i don't do video calls like almost never um, I do like the in-person events. I do like to meet people in person, go to a venue, feel the atmosphere, everything. So, yeah, and online online networking, I like there uh, there are benefits, but it just also doesn't give me the energy boost that in-person interactions give me. So I I have more focused on finding ways to make in-person events and networking work for me. Yeah. Amazing. And this is the beauty of it, because, you know, when we talk about introvert, extrovert, there is a range in which it's not one or another. We have, you know, it's almost like it's a it's a scale on which scale you can see how you are, what you're enjoying, what you're not enjoying, and just basically learning about your energy levels and understanding more how you function and what makes you feel recharged and what makes you feel drained. So it's really an I would say this podcast and live show episode is really more about 
exploring and questioning yourself about okay how do i feel as a leader do i feel that i'm i'm drained in the end of the day or does this feels like my, my energy throughout the day is going through which leads me to a question i would love to ask you which is about the routines or the habits if you look at the week or in the day are there some things that you do that helps you to better um keep your energy and even re-energize yourself yeah absolutely the main thing for me is alone time time for reflection uh could be just reading a book or um having lunch by myself that is the the number one thing that is uh, on top of my priority list and with that daily routine becomes actually easy like if you just remember to schedule recharge time at least for me mm. that is the total game changer for networking events obviously it's a little different and you might not feel that your energy is drained after having spent a whole day, day networking but you might feel something is off like some some interactions aren't flowing anymore you're not picking up all the content anymore so because you have some kind of adrenaline during the event you don't you don't notice it yeah so i for uh, event days i make sure i travel alone i have my own uh, accommodation to go to where i don't have to i'm not forced to see anyone in the morning and in the evening like i just have my own space to go back to and during the event itself depending on duration i will take one or two longer breaks where i just go by myself to have lunch or dinner at another place amazing yeah great tips and i know that you have a lot of great resources for introverted leaders is there uh, any way that people could uh, learn more from you and uh, as we've covered quite a lot already today in this podcast episode I would love you to just share if you write or I know that you're a speaker I know that you're also writing a lot uh, on these topics where can people discover more about your work so the best way would be introvertedleadership.com that's where I collect all the resources and there's also a downloadable guide for in-person networking events for introverts. That's amazing. Amazing, Marcel. Thank you so much for coming on the show today. Thank you so much for sharing all these tips. For everyone who listened or watched this episode, please comment and feel into how you're feeling, if you can relate to this, or if you actually have, let's say, a partner or co-founder, or maybe even a team member that maybe is more of an introvert. It's always great to hear your insights. Marcel, is there some final words that you would like to share with our audience today? Yeah, if I can add one more thing is if you're an introvert and you don't have the network and the social or business life you want, you need to change something because you're not going to wake up someday and have the skills to build that network. You actively need to change something and for that you need to move out of your comfort zone a little bit amazing thank you so much marcel and we are going to share your links where people can find you so 
as mentioned, introvertedleadership.com. We're also going to share some of Marcel's social media platforms. You can follow his amazing content as well. Thank you, Marcel, for coming on the show. It has been a true pleasure, and I look forward to seeing you soon. And uh, for the ones listening, thank you for being here with us today. Yes, thank Bye. you. Really enjoyed our conversation. Likewise. Bye for now. Bye-bye.